101 Sports Radio 929 The Game. Steak and Sandra, thanks so much for joining us. The fastest two hours in radio follows uh, us at Steak Shapiro at Sports Sandra. I asked a question about uh, changes to Super Bowl, and you can see that on our Twitter feed at Steak Shapiro and at Sports Sandra. We're going to talk about Justin Fields coming up in a second. I do want to say, Sandy, I did just look at literally 10 mock drafts, and Brock Bowers in probably two of the 10 is a top 10 pick. The highest I saw him is number five to the Chargers. Everybody kind of knows the first, has a decent feeling the first four picks will be some combination of Drake May, Caleb Williams, Jane Daniels, and Marvin Harrison Jr. Um, San Diego at five, obviously the LSU wide receiver, uh, Malik Neighbors, uh, the Washington wide receiver um, as well, Joe Alt at at Notre Dame. Uh, But Brock Bowers every so often is kind of, you know, sprinkled in there as a top eight pick. And uh, the lowest I've seen him is 12 or 14. The highest I've seen him is five. It'll be fascinating to see how that plays out as well. Yeah, I remember a couple of weeks ago it was uh, the Saints at 14, and we are like, that's precious. That is not happening. Yeah. I'll be shocked if that happens. We'll find out your answer, by the I way. I like it to the Chargers. Yeah. I mean, that. listen, he'd be real happy to go five, I promise you. But that is... Taking a tight end at five. Who would ever take a, a tight end that high? That would never happen. Never. Yeah, no that's city. That's crazy. No city that's would ever do that. That's just not even smart. <laughs> uh, we'll find out, by the way, about how Rise you, up! Uh, she asked the question, how do you get in a Mardi Gras float? Can you just pay and get get one into a parade? Graf's in the middle of Mardi Gras. He may call in in a few minutes. Okay. Oh, but we have an answer. Uh, we, we have a couple of questions about what's going on in Chicago. Kevin Fishbane is joining us right now. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Um, Kevin, thanks so much for being with us. And apologize for not giving you the proper intro. You've been covering the Bears for how long? Uh, this will be my 12th season covering the Bears. Four? Uh, I've been uh, The Athletic. Okay. So the beat writer for The Athletic, Ken Fishbane, joining us. So it's been three years of Justin Fields. And a lot of emotions up and down to a, a kid we know well, a local kid here. Um where do most Bear fans after his third season fall on the Justin Fields uh, barometer? Yeah, I mean, most Bears fans love Justin Fields, and I think almost every Bears fan wanted it wanted it to work with Justin Fields, and I think still does. As far removed as we've gotten from the season now, I think a lot of Bears fans are coming to the uh, what's the 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 steps of mourning, right? The acceptance part yes. is what they're reaching. <laughs> Right, I think they've kind of reached the acceptance that the Bears are probably going to move on because this opportunity with the number one pick is just too good to pass up when you have uh, this quarterback class, when you have a financial decision coming on Justin Fields, and when Justin Fields just hasn't necessarily made it a no doubt he's the guy situation. So I, I do think that you know there's a lot of Bears fans who – you know, might still be holding out hope that they trade back and get some ridiculous haul and then get Marvin Harrison Jr. and pair and then an offensive tackle and see what Justin Fields can do then. Um, but, you know, all indications right now are pointing to uh, the, the Bears using the number one pick on a quarterback. I shouldn't say, you know, that's not from the Bears, of course. They're going to keep a lid on everything. That's just what people around the league certainly expect them to do. And these are the people around the league. They're looking at the Caleb Williams talent and saying this could be a seminal player. Um, you know, listen, Pat Pat Mahomes is on the absolute high, high apex end, but certainly the Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, 
Pat Mahomes level that can be our quarterback for 12 to 15 years and we can't pass him at one. Is that the conventional wisdom from folks other than the Bears that are saying it? Yeah, yeah. I think they just look at his talents and say that there, there's just he, he is way too talented, too gifted of a player at that position to pass on. I, I think that they, you know, I, I, I obviously want to be careful with comparisons, right? Um, but you, you hear the talk about, like, you know, there hasn't been a quarterback this good in terms of his physical gifts since Andrew Luck. And you think about the way he, Andrew Luck was talked about heading into the draft. Now, what's interesting, I mean, Caleb Williams, I think, is unlike any quarterback prospect we've seen because he's really the first IL quarterback, right? He is the first quarterback who has already has a marketing uh, agreement and done commercials and has already made a lot of money. Um, and, and because of that, so many more people know who he is and know about him, and, or I should say think they know who he is. So I do think this process is going to be a little different. Um, than maybe a, a normal year where you just take the quarterback number one. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just think when you, when you talk to other people who study this stuff, they, they watch him play and they think that, that that's the guy. That's All right, the so, so let's just go with that assumption. What will it cost to get Justin Fields out of Chicago? What is, what is the high end you're hearing and what is uh, maybe, um, you know, maybe not as much as, as, as what the Bears think? I mean, I think the Bears would love to get a second-round pick for him, especially because they don't have one right now. They traded away for Montez Sweat. Uh, and, and, I mean, look, if, if I'm in charge and someone comes to me with a second-round pick for Justin Fields, I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not thinking twice about it. I'm taking that and, and, and moving on. Um, now, I, I've, I think that you can have conversations about how about a second-round pick with conditions on it where if Justin Fields – and, you know, does this X, Y, or Z, that becomes a first-round pick. I think the Bears can certainly entertain those conversations if they can get multiple teams in a bidding war, they can get multiple teams interested in them. You know, one of the problems facing the Bears is, yes, there's a lot of teams that need a quarterback. There's also a lot of really good quarterbacks in this draft, too. So I think, you know, when you get, you know, for Atlanta's case, I think Atlanta's unique in the fact that they probably feel like they have the offense built and would rather just plug in a veteran as opposed to, you know, where they're at in the draft taking a, I don't know, J.J. McCarthy, for example. Um, but, you know, yeah, if Ryan Poles can find two teams to go up against each other, maybe he can, he can get that two to be turned into a one. Maybe if there's other things involved. Uh, but, but I think a, a second-round pick is very much both fair and both something the Bears, I would imagine, would like because they don't have one right now. Yeah, we're talking to Kevin Fishbane from The Athletic in Chicago. Um, so the Falcons could pick eight, get Dallas Turner um, at Alabama, and then they could trade and get Justin Fields. They already have the pieces. You talk about a fan base with a new coach. Sandra, I think we may agree that would be a good way to energize the fan base. I'll say. New quarterback, outside mm-hmm. pass rusher, a lot of the same guys coming back. I think that's why the Falcons are in play um, to be very much having these conversations with Chicago. You agree? Yeah, you know, it, the Atlanta thing is really fascinating to me because, as you guys know, they had a golden opportunity to take the hometown kid three years ago, and they passed on him for a tight end, right? So my question would be to Terry Fontenot, what has Justin Fields done in three years that makes you now want to take him? Because Justin Fields in the NFL 
has not been as good as we thought Justin Fields was going to be when he was drafted. Now, there are a lot of reasons for that, many of which have nothing to do with Justin Fields. When you look at the Bears, what they put around him, all those things, and I still think he could certainly be a good quarterback in the NFL, but that would be my first yeah. question to, 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 to Terry Fonda. Well, what has he done to now? Now you want to take him. You didn't well, want to take him three years ago. But I do think, and you guys know this better than me, I imagine – it's it's, a de- it's more of a desperate situation. You have a new head coach who might have a different vision, and I'm sure that the owner there would love the storyline of Justin Fields coming home, and you get that kind of – I mean, the, the groundswell of support for him would be massive. you got three years of NFL snaps to watch. Right. Yeah. I mean, you got his whole career to watch so far. You didn't have that coming out of Ohio State. Um, but, you know, it's just a bigger body of work. But I agree. I mean, it may not, like, you know, listen, Kirk Cousins at $35 million is going to be a real conversation in Atlanta. Um, and back to what you said about a veteran, you keep your second-round pick, you get your edge rusher in Dallas Turner, you get a great second-round play as well, and, you know, you, do, you, get, you go get a guy that's won in the NFL better than Justin Fields has won. Yeah, that, that, again, that, those are the things because <laughs> – the, the, the three years of film goes both ways, and it, it's all beauties in the eye of the beholder, right? You know, you could watch Justin Fields' film, and you see the highest of the highs, and you see amazing things that he does that no other quarterback really in the history of football has ever done when you look at his running. And then you see the reason that the Bears are considering moving on because he just didn't win enough, um, wasn't big, wasn't didn't come through in the clutch enough, uh, ranked 23rd in QBR this past season. Uh, so there, there are uh, lots of different reasons why, if you look at all that tape, you're like, wow. Because here's, here's the ultimate question, guys, for anybody, any NFL GM who's going to make this trade. Have we, what is Justin Fields' ceiling, and do I think I could get, it, get him there? Because you could argue, I'm not saying this is my argument, but you could argue Justin Fields is who he is. That what he's been in the three years, like, that's who he is. You can, you can still win with him, but he's never going to take you to, he's never gonna take you to, to the mountaintop. Right, that could be an argument based on the tape. I'm not saying it's my understanding that that could be out there. Yeah. But if you if you believe yeah. that you look at all that talent, you look at all those physical gifts, you look at his age, you look at the Bears' problems, you can certainly look at him and say, hey, I see enough on here that I believe that with what we put around him, this guy could really take off. Well, it'll be fascinating to watch. I appreciate you giving us some perspective. Good stuff. And I'll talk to you down the line. Kevin Fishbane from The Athletic. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Take care. There's only a few guys. Russell Wilson, Justin yeah. Fields. Kirk Cousins trading up in the draft like you saw a few mock drafts, right? I mean, somebody's going to be our quarterback. It's going to be fascinating. I want to answer this question for you quick. We're heading to New Orleans for Mardi Gras. Graf listens every morning, loyal. So Sandra wants to put a float together for the uh, the game. How the, much the steakhouse in the in game? There? How does <laughs> how does that happen? How does how does someone get a Mardi Gras float? Graf, oh, is he there or not there? Oh, we got. Oh no! I thought he was sitting here waiting for us. I apologize. Maybe we'll talk to him after. We don't the, have the Calvin Ridley conversation becomes so interesting because of this. That all they want, and I'm doing that. All they want is a second round pick. Okay. Well, if Ridley signs with the Jaguars again, we get an additional second right. round pick from that trade. Right. So, so that's quite intriguing. So then, if now, you trade for Justin Fields, you don't. You, you still lose a second rounder. Good way to build a football team, though, would be sign Kirk Cousins, draft number one, draft two at number two, build on the draft from last year, build on the free agent Jesse Bates type guys in uh, Onyemata, um, and just say, we'll get one after it right now. 
Like, like we're winning the division and we're winning playoff games, and that's what we're going to do right now. And I don't think Justin Fields under center giving up a second-round pick is going to make people as confident as Kirk Cousins under center. Coming off of an Achilles? I don't know. Guy, guys won at a high level. He's a professional quarterback. He is the adult in the room. So, um, I don't know. It's Achilles. I mean, it's a bad injury, but... You know, you come back, you come back, right? Is he is he going to be at his age? I guess that's obviously a concern. You'll talk to a lot of doctors about coming back from Achilles. It's going to be fascinating. Let me say something. Keep our picks and have a quarterback at number one and not have to give up anything. That's how you build something special. But, again, eventually. If you hit the lottery and get a C.J. Stroud, that's fine. But yeah. there's a lot of misses as we've gone through through the years. Well, I mean. Justin Fields we're not drafting uh, with a qu- just giving up a second, I'd willing to be like, okay, let's see where that goes. Yeah. I mean. And then go get Dallas I pro- Turner. I today. promise you this: Raheem Morris has a very strong feeling yeah. about Justin Fields. I have no idea what it is. Either he says we absolutely can work with this guy and win a lot of games, or he's like, I don't like the way that guy uh, is thinking about running. I don't like his. Uh, I don't like his throwing motion. I don't like his accuracy. He's too much of a running quarterback. I don't know. I don't know how they feel. But obviously, Terry Fontenot didn't like his game enough to take him ahead of Kyle Pitts, and we know how the Kyle Pitts thing has worked out so far. Yes, we are. Now more of the Steakhouse. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 1023 Sports Radio 92.9 The Game at Steak and Sandra. Don't forget our 10 o'clock hours brought to you by the Man Cave Store. Up your Man Cave game this season. Visit mancavestore.com. Yeah, I was depressed yesterday. I was depressed. It was a, it was a gloomy day. Um, I was on the wrong side of the Super Bowl. I was all <laughs> over the 49ers. Good for Sandra, who put her entire winnings for the year and doubled, which I thought was bold, especially I know what you bet a game and to put it all in the game. So I was actually happy for you. Thank you. Um, I, I felt like San Francisco was the better team all year and would find a way. They blew it. They didn't get it done. Also know the end of football. Other thing I'm super agitated about yesterday, there's a lot of things. Like, why would I look forward to March Madness? Georgia's not in. Tech's not in. Kennesaw's not in. Georgia State's not in. Like, we're going another year unless they win their tournaments, which I promise you, promise you, the SEC and ACC tournaments will not be won by a team with the name Georgia in front of it. That I know. I don't know about the Sun Belt and whatever it is at Georgia State and and, uh, Kennesaw. So, like, you know, we don't even get March Madness. I get no football. That's true. The Hawks went and lost to the Bulls. We're like the, I don't know what we are, the nine seed or something? We're the 10. We're the 10 seed? Yep. Oy vey. I mean. Chicago's the nine seed. So, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm trying to spell this out for you, okay? So, no more football. A, a, A brutal blow with the 49ers not being able to finish the deal for me. Then in my college basketball interest, my basketball interest in general, right, I got no Georgia. I got no Tech. The Hawks, you know, believe what you've seen all year, 54 games in, right? We didn't make a move at the trade deadline. So now I'm agitated about that, okay, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, spring training, we're not going, so we don't get our little week uh, away. Not that we're, you know, we're we're not the – since we left that other station, that's not part of the repertoire, which is totally fine. But, like, I would have circled that date on the calendar, right? As a, a little getter. So, like, the Braves spring training goes on forever, <laughs> six weeks. I don't watch exhibition baseball. No. I, there's not a lot of new things. I mean, it's like we are who we are, a really good baseball team and the Dodgers. And the, the summer's going to be fun. But 
you know, you need to tell me something to feel better about. Those are a lot of things, you know, working against our sports landscape here, right? You usually get super excited about college basketball right about now through yeah, the years. Yeah, I mean. So, like, Kentucky you're a big fan of. Yeah, Kentucky's lost three straight home games for the first time since, like, the 1800s. Oh. Okay, yeah. so anybody else? I like John wow. Calipari. They're I'm not. sure there's a new too, restaurant. Too what about a cheesesteak? A cheesesteak festival. <laughs> there's got to be one. Get excited about it. Yeah, I mean, I, I need to. I do need to find some. I'm, tomorrow, I am going um, on a. Everyone's been saying you haven't been to Big Dave's. You haven't been to Big Dave's. You've heard about Big Dave's yes. cheesesteaks. Yes. So I guess that's what I look forward to. Thursday, actually, I'm going to Big Dave's cheesesteaks wow. to do a this review. Is life goals, honey. You've got it. You so are in a good. place. I guess that's the only. You know, I gotta go. I gotta go get like thirty cards for Valentine's, right? Because yeah, God, God this forbid is my the kids. Day. God forbid the kids, right, go and think on their own and go get, you know. Uh, I know. I think you're kind of missing a daddy moment, though, of, like, grabbing the kids, throw them in the car, and say, let's go pick out a cool car for your mom. mom. And, yeah, that's nice. No, I mean. Uh, If you go now, you're going to get a nice uh, Spanish-speaking one that's one in Spanish from your dog because that's all that's left at CVS. Good luck, everybody. Run into a Walgreens (laughs) with a bunch of dudes all look the same like me, stumbling and bumbling around trying to figure out. Let me see. If I cross out uh, happy wedding and I write Valentine's, will that be okay? Will not be that okay. That won't be, right? <laughs> You're better off getting if some it's, instruction it, paper. Right? I was going to say. So, like, <laughs> uh, it, is a, it is a loss to not have football around, yeah, right? And, and all these uh, weekends now we have to fill. PFD, post-football depression. It is a thing. Yeah. All right. Maybe you'll uh, cheer us up with a little belly up to the bar. Yes. Everyone talking about. Yo, yo, what's the deal? We've got you covered. As we belly up on the steakhouse on Sports Radio 929 The Game. I was super excited to come tell you about Pickle and Social. So we decided for my birthday, just a small group, let's do something different. So this place, Pickle and Social, never been to. It's up uh Buford Exit next to the Top Golf and Alpharetta. It's right there. When I tell you, think of Pont City Market. Yep. Like a food hall. Indoor, beautiful pickleball courts. Are, they're indoor and they're out, outdoor. There's fire pits. There's a massive bar. There's music. There's dancing. It's all there. It is a phenomenal Pickle spot. and social. Mm-hmm. So Co- Roaring Social, and I guess they do. The uh, one in uh, Alpharetta yep. downtown in that hotel we went to, right? Yep, that's right. We spent Hamilton. a night there, you, me, and Brian. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so now they've got their own version in Buford. So you don't even you don't play pickle. I play pickle. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Yes. Now your husband plays as well. And Within he, the it, first three and a half minutes of the, um, and I was not aware that there were scouts from Tom Brady's pickleball team, but that's how the men act when they're out there. Yeah. Like they're getting scouted. Within three and a half minutes, our friend Tony Bennett collided with my husband. I saw the video. Tremendous. When I tell you I was not yeah. amused by this antics because I just thought for one night, can I please not worry about what, what people do you mean? that are injured? What do you it mean? just hit me the wrong way. I was so irritated. Like he did it on Why purpose. Was, dude, it was so funny. Are you serious? <laughs> it was funny. I know it was funny. So it's you, funny after. <coughs> were you watching when he were, were you watching when he went right down? There. So what they do is they have like a staging area. I, I can't say enough about it. You just need to go on the website okay. and pull and such. So enough about it. I'm not getting paid to tell no, you. No, that. no, no, but incredible. but but no, but I saw the injury yeah. to somebody. So we're, video. you're standing right there on the court. Watching it's so them. fun. Yeah. Yeah, there was a crossover moment where they're both going for a ball, and Larry went down. Down goes Wax. Down goes 
So you were irritated because why? They were, I mean, it just happened. Was By that- the way, strategically placed right outside Pickling Social is Piedmont. 24, like, No box. doubt. No doubt. Let me tell yeah. you about orthopedics yeah. and pickleball. Right. Yeah, I haven't, uh, <laughs> I, I haven't played sports in about 20 years or yeah. so. But I'm going to get out there. I'm 74 years old. I'm going to start. I'm just, I'm just going to start kicking it around. I mean, so was he injured? Uh, no, he survived. Did he, keep, did he keep playing? I think he only survived because I gave him that look of like, if you're on your own, I'm staying the night. So you and thought he was going to ruin the party because you thought he had to take Well, him. he just, yeah, they're a bit dramatic, those men out there. Oh, but so all the girls of us are like, really? Is this like, you know, they're yelling at each other. Like, it was a little intense, by the way. Can't say enough about the place. Right. I think you'll I love it. it. Yeah, there you go. All right, so Ad Meter every year ranks the commercials. So 24 hours later, they've done a beautiful job of ranking. I'll start from number five. Goes to the NFL spot on um, Born to Play. They're in Ghana. The little guy running through with a little po- – that was yeah. adorable. I thought it was a great year for commercials. Oh, me I thought too. It was I really loved good. it. Yep. Uber Eats with a Jennifer Aniston Really good. Uh, the, but perfect- the not remembering, right? You lose your so memory. Funny. You didn't realize that Uber Eats actually delivers – all kinds of stuff. It's yes. so true. Uh, the Perfect Ten from Kia. That's the one where the young girl and her her grandfather couldn't be there, so they hop in the car. She gets on the... Do you remember that one? No. I started to cry. No. Uh, number two, which no, no. I thought was going to be... I, no- start, I started to cry, too, when uh, Pat Mahomes ran for 20 yards on... On fourth and one. That's did. what I really it was It did crying. not go well for you. No. The sad commercial. I was Dunkings was number two. And number one... Agent State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. <laughs> so that was the highest neighbor? rank from Ad Meter. It checked all the boxes, star power, etc. Like a good neighbor, neighbor. It was State funny. Farm is there. All right, now, what I thought more interesting is they did a whole thing on celebrities being in ads and yeah. how sometimes it does not work. Can you tell me the Christopher Walken, what he was promoting? So we played it yesterday. So give me a second. We played the entire commercial. You're making my point. Oh, I think it was uh, Mercedes or BMW. BMW. Tina Fey. Do you know what she was? No, no idea. Booking.com. Do you know what Aubrey uh, Uh, Playa was in in, uh, the reenactment of uh, Parks and Recs? Do you know who she is? Aubrey from... Yeah, um, she's from uh, White Lotus. Yeah. Aubrey Plaza. Plaza. Yes. No, I don't know. Mountain Dew. So their point being Did I mention is I was, you're forgetting. I was, yeah. No, no. But most people, if you go ask them today, yeah. you're not going to remember. Dunkings was perfect. State Farm was perfect. Right. You know exactly so, what the yeah, brand was. Yeah. Uh, I want to mention Were you Dunkings. happy that Brady kind of played along there with Damon and Affleck? Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I thought it was great. Job. And they did Nikes. I just showed steak, you guys. They did Nike. Did Dunkings. three pair of shoes. Dunkings for Matt and um, Ben and Tom Brady. What I loved is those sweatsuits, the track suits came out. They went on sale at Duncan, yeah, shopduncan.com. you get me one, right? Was, uh, they're sold out. They sold out in 57 seconds, y'all. And they weren't expensive. I thought they were going to be way more than $60, which I'm a You know what nobody in Boston wants to talk about? Boston is at Duncan headquarters is Atlanta, Georgia, right? Remember up the street, Inspire Brands. Right. We bought Duncan right. for about $12 billion. So I didn't remember that. Duncan I really headquarters didn't. is in the ATL, but yeah. just saying. Anyway. I'm going to play Pat Mahomes when we come back because I quickly want to get to waste management, yeah. the party, wasted management. They yeah, had it, to cut off alcohol state. So I just read a lot about it. I mean, it uh, weather was bad uh, all weekend. At some point, rumors are the crowds were so big, they just started letting everybody in. 
The crowd was north of 300,000 people. Um, the delay in between the second and third round, all people did is drink out of control. And I, I would just say that what's become one of the cooler things has now become kind of a, a sh- show at the highest level. And uh, PGA has to look at it, you know, um, you know, everybody kind of applauds alcohol uh, abuse in this case, and it just got so out of control. The VIP tents were taken over by normal spectators, and they just started serving everybody free cocktails. And then at some point, it was so many people that, like you said, they just shut off beer sales. And that was the only way. And food sales. So if you're one of those people that found your way in there, you couldn't get food, you couldn't get booze, you couldn't get non-alcoholic either. They wanted you to leave, which is what happened. That was the only way to get people to leave wow. is don't give them access to anything. There was a rumor there were four or 500,000 people there once people started getting it for free. What? Either wow. way, the players were fighting with the fans, scream. If you think you're going to get people to be quiet standing over a golf shot, right? Like, you better think otherwise if you're a PGA player yeah. and you're playing in that. I know it's a big tournament. Number one attended uh, tournament of the year. But if you think you're going to get them quiet over a golf shot, you better think otherwise. Billy Horschel was having words. Bunch of golfers are having words. They're going to take a serious look at how that thing plays out. Tiger Woods announces his new brand, y'all. You want to talk about sexy? Sunday Red is the name of it. He partners up with TaylorMade and that logo alone. Yeah, he left Nike to start his own brand, Sunday. uh, Sorry, Sunday Red. Yeah. Really friggin' cool. Yeah. And he's playing this weekend at Riviera, right? He's playing this weekend at Riviera. Cannot yeah. wait. First tournament since last year's Masters. I'll remind you, he pulled out after the third round. Yeah, he was a, a hot mess. Uh, hot, yeah. And, and let's hurting. hope he can make it through. Yeah, exactly. Great stuff on Belly Up. We love that I segment. I do want to play when we get back because you haven't even heard this, y'all. Michael Vick was a part of Pat Mahomes winning that Super Bowl. Really? Wait till you hear. Yep. Yeah. Wow. All right. Sandy's on fire today. We'll come back and do that. We'll play three strikes. We may find out about Mardi Gras floats, and you can keep screaming at me for docking up New Orleans. Boy, I'm getting abuse over there. You know, when you're Atlanta sports radio host, yeah. you probably shouldn't be pumping you're up New Orleans. You're just a little Orleans. too close to it, I think. It's I fair to say. If it was Panama City, I'd be doing the same thing. So. <laughs> please don't compare. You, you called it please, to a carnival. You call Panama City a carnival cruise line, so don't start with me. I can go at New Orleans. <laughs> sports, sports Radio 92.9 again. Ten forty three, Sports Radio ninety two nine. The game, Steak and Sandra, continuing on on a Tuesday. Sandy's back here Thursday, Friday. Always mm-hmm. look forward to that. Um, we'll talk about big game of the night. You know, I I wish there were more big games happening, but I, I don't know. I guess we'll say the NBA, maybe. Okay. Miami and Milwaukee, Doc Rivers running the Bucks. We're going to talk about college basketball. Anything happening tonight? You know, I'm 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 pained by what's happened with uh, Tech and Georgia of late. Yeah, Georgia had a be. good thing going, right? Mm-hmm. That thing blew up. Um, Ole Miss and Kentucky tonight on ESPN, trying to break a three-game home losing streak. The Wildcats. I guess that's a big game as well. We're going to play. Uh, we're going to talk to Graf for a second, but first, uh, can we play this uh, so they, sound from Pat Mahomes? Kansas City does their final walkthrough in Las Vegas on Friday, and waiting for them, Andy Reid brings in Michael Vick wow. to speak to the team. Pat Mahomes and his thoughts. 
Yeah, I think um, I always take so much from when Mike Vick talks to us, man. I mean, he. I built a great relationship with him whenever he came in. It was kind of that assistant spot in training camp and in the QB room every single day. And I remember the first thing he told me was, like, hey, you're going to be special. But look at that big man right there. He's going to take you to another level. And I remember coming from him and someone that I would watched my entire life, I was like, man, I mean, if he's saying it, I know, I know he's saying the right things. And so I took that and ran with it. And um, going into this week, I think he said, be champions, man. He said, go out there, show everybody who you who y'all are. Um, and um, I always take so much from what he says, man, and he's like the coolest dude in the world, man. So it's always great when he's able to talk to the team. His relationship with Andy Reid, Michael Vick, and Andy Reid, I just love that because Andy Reid did nothing but brag on him way back in the day. Remember that transition time? It's, a lot of people don't remember from him when he got out of prison, yeah. and him and Andy Reid. So I just let, thought that let me was just cool. say a couple of quick things. Uh, Andy Reid did Travis Kelsey an unbelievable solid. That was a meltdown of epic proportion as the uh, Chiefs were unraveling in that first half. I mean, he just about got up and on top of Andy Reid in You're a way. You're talking about Travis Kelsey. Yeah, what did I say? Yeah, we, Travis. Yeah. He did Travis Kelsey a solid. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm just talking about Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. Uh, just what a guy he is because that situation could have got real ugly mm-hmm. for Travis Kelsey if Andy Reid had reacted like a lot of coaches may have with a player in his face like or, that. Or if they lost, we'd be talking about that. Probably that yeah. as well, yes. Mm-hmm. And Mike Vick, you know, I was lucky enough to have dinner with him a couple of months ago with his foundation. He is just the most wonder. His wife was there. His family members. He's just a, he's just an incredible guy. So um, believe in second chances, and people can make good decisions and move forward in your life. And especially what he grew up with, and how yeah. that that culture. He's such a good broadcaster too. Yeah, I just love really to solid to him. on the yep. Fox deal as well. So um, I'll give you three strikes. We'll talk to Graph, and we'll okay. keep moving. Your favorite city to go to for just the weekend. Your favorite city for the weekend. A place you remember being overserved. A place you remember being overserved. And the next sporting event you are most looking forward to. The next sporting event. And we got some things happening. Braves. We're 55 days away from Masters Monday. Yeah. So, so that's um, coming. You know, the beauty of, of uh, March and early April is you get the first week in NCAA tourney, which also used to be the biggest Vegas weekend. Then you get the Sweet 16. Then you get the Final Four. And then you get the Masters. So that's not a bad stretch. Mm-hmm. And also, opening day Braves coincides right around that as well. Sweet. So maybe you have some other sporting event. Your favorite city just for the weekend, a place you were remember being un- overserved, and the next sporting event you're looking forward to. Graf's in New Orleans right now. Graf, what's, uh, what's Mardi Gras look like in New Orleans there, brother? Happy Mardi Gras, Steak Sandy. Uh, happy Tuesday to everyone else in Atlanta. Um, it's it's a little chilly, overcast, but it's packed out right. here. I'm on St. Charles Avenue, and uh, the vibe is hopping. So what does Sandy say? She's asking, how does one get on a float, or can you pay enough to get a float and just pick a parade and say, we want our own float? How, how does all that you, stuff work? All right, you can, you can pay to get on a float in a crew. I actually rode in Endymion last year. It was the first time I had ever been on a float in my entire life, and I'm born and raised. Yeah. Uh, I was invited by a member. So that's and what has to happen. You can't pay to no, get a float. You've, you've, to get you've a got float. to get – no, 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 no. You've got to get in the crew. Right. And it's – I mean, it's it's not to the same scale, but it's like being a member of Augusta. You right. know, you, you've got to be invited to get in. Yeah, the crew of Endemian, the crew of Bacchus, any Bacchus, of those big right. parades, right? 
Same thing. Like yeah. Rex today. You're awful, Rex is, you're awful sober for Mardi Gras Tuesday on St. Charles. Like, well, uh, Steak, I got in at 1 a.m. We were in Memphis last night. I'm dragging uh, after a long road trip. My family a little late getting up. I just got out here. Wow, but, wow. disappointing. But it's, like a, it's like a civic duty. Yeah. You have to come out. I am, uh, I am now drinking. You sound like um, the least fun person on Mardi Gras right wow. now. Did they wow. lose? Did they lose last night? No, no, did you no, lose? No, did you no. lose? You won. No, no. All right. Thanks for this great. Thanks for a great snapshot. Meanwhile, my nephew's been. My nephew's been. He's at Tulane. He's a senior. He's been up for four days straight. Like he's at every rave. Well, I've been out of town for a week. Steve. All right. Sorry. What do you want me to do? I'm sorry. Uh, Graf, thank you, you for clar- Sorry. Thank you for clarifying that. Well, I mean, I'd be out here. My wife rode on Thursday. I wasn't even here. All right, bye. We got to go. Bye. There you go. You just party shamed him so bad. I was like, hey, you want to get the magic of New Orleans? Yeah. Hi. I just got out here. It's over in like an hour and a half. I remember when Mardi Gras was over, we were so relieved. You know, they they, uh, cut classes at Tulane. No classes for four days um, because of Mardi Gras. So. There are rumors that Miss Nola is very interested in, you know, she's getting to college in a year, right? She's a junior. So oh that could How be. How is that possible? Yeah. So she I'm wants just to saying, for dance? I don't know. It's just, it's in the running. <gasps> this is it's in the running, exciting. right? Mm-hmm. It's like, Nola, don't think of yourself. Think of me. Think of steak getting to go there on a regular basis. Also, she's got the name. That'll be a big hit, right? So we shall see. And I am biased. You're right. When you when That's you say okay. when you sure. name your kid Nola, you're probably more. Uh, it's strange because it's you know the love hate with the Saints fans and everything else. So there's a lot, it's a lot of complicated emotions here. Like three strikes, your favorite city for the weekend, a place you remember being overserved, and the next sporting event you're looking forward to. Four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. So what's your take? I'm very upset. It's time for you to sound off with three strikes. Bring it the f*** on! On the Steakhouse. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Marty's in Orlando. Marty, what's your favorite city for a weekend getaway? I love Miami. Yeah, Miami's so Miami's just, just so hot. It's a beautiful city. I hear you, bro. A place you remember being overserved. Two dogs in Gainesville, Georgia. Okay. Two dogs in Gainesville, Georgia. The sporting event you're looking forward to most coming up. The next sporting event you're looking forward to. Tennessee basketball versus Arkansas. Mm. Okay. Um, Not a great year for Eric Musselman, but they handled Georgia. Tennessee, a Final Mm -hmm. Four contender. Kareem in Atlanta, your favorite city for a weekend getaway. Thank you if you will allow me to give you two. That would be the Big Easy in Charleston, South Carolina, sir. I, too, am a foodie like you. Two great food cities. Absolutely. Give me a place you remember being overserved. Got to go back with the Big Easy. Three-for-one happy hour, man. You can't beat it. Those three-for-ones on Bourbon Street around, those are ridiculous. Like, you literally go, hey, can I have a uh, kettle and tonic? And they hand you three of them. It's like, that's that's, a dangerous tone. Or a quick trip size cup of a kettle. I know it's crazy, right? <laughs> the most. That's the, funny. This, uh, the uh, the next sporting event you're looking forward to. Hey man, man, know you're lame, man. Bobby Jones, the Masters, brother. Yep. So 
Something special. Yeah. So Sandy, quick. you're going to have that lake will be all oh packed out, right? Oh, my gosh. It's so fun at Lake Oconee Bend. Yes. Bigger than yes. it's ever been, yep. the Masters. Yep. Hey, we'll come back. We'll say it to Andy and Randy. Sports Radio 929, the game. Game.